Hello, hello, hello. This is Chick. Welcome to another very special installment from, oh, let's call it Podcast Lendia. Yeah, this is a conversation that I had just a few days ago with the, the great guitarist, singer, and songwriter John Mayer. And uh, you're about to hear a chat that we had in uh, Electric Lady Studios in New York City. Yeah, John and I met a couple of months ago in December. Uh, we were both guests on Stevie Wonder's House Full of Toys concert where Stevie did the complete set from Songs in the Key of Life. It was an amazing night and uh, my first time to meet John. We started chatting about maybe jamming together and sure enough, setting it all together, we ended up at Electric Lady Studios in New York, which is a place with a lot of memory for me, great memory, from 1975 where I made uh, a solo album called The Leprechaun with Gail, with my wife Gail. And, uh, you know, I hadn't stepped into Electric Lady Studios since that day. It was very exciting. John and I had a blast the days that we were there, really uh, going out on several different limbs, improvising and coming up with this and that Actually, none of it is very evaluated right now, but it sure was a blast. Anyway, uh, John was nice enough to sit down and have a chat uh, and get it recorded, and here it is. Myself, John Mayer, Electric Lady Studios. Boom. Nothing to do. You just is that rolling? Makes sense. That one's. Yeah, it's rolling. It's definitely rolling. I was getting nervous for people's recording. Like I have to take a look. Like that's going to change anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure right. it's going. Yeah. I'm sure it's going. John, hey, thanks for sitting in. I mean, I didn't mean to interrupt the session, but, but there's uh, nothing to interrupt. It's all yeah. free flowing. So it is. Yeah. It is. And uh, so so uh, uh, this is John. John Mayer. This is Chick. Um, hello. Uh, we're at uh, Electric Lady, and uh, I don't know how much should we reveal about what we're doing. I mean, uh, everything but playing for him. <laughs> yeah. I actually thought about putting some stuff up on Twitter the other night. Oh yeah. And I thought, well, it's just such a reveal when you hear this stuff. Uh, a lot of the power, I think, is going to be in the reveal because it's not what people are expecting. And if you put a 15-second video clip of your favorite part up. Yeah, you kind of take away the unveiling of it because it is so sort of um, shocking to yeah. hear it. You know? Well, <clears throat> you know the 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 general subject that I was going in on, which totally fits what we're doing, mm -hmm. is the concept of improvisation, that which, yeah. which everyone wants to the musicians and young musicians they want they want to know what that's all what's that right. all about and how how do you do that and this is this thing that we've been doing is like a perfect yeah. uh, example of starting from practically nowhere yeah I mean not not, not completely nowhere we're our, we're ourselves and we're we're wanting to jam but that's a somewhere mm -hmm. uh, 
but practically a nowhere of of like a, a song or a or a tempo mm -hmm. or a lick mm -hmm. or a this or that and then just coming in the room together and yeah. starting to play which is some of my favorite way to make it's, music it's uh it's definitely treacherous you know it's not for the faint of heart if you're looking for a sense of um comfort at all times it's not going to happen it's very mm. uncomfortable mm. you know I've, i i'm i don't know if this is for everybody but for me personally i wear the last thing we played oh, until right. we play another thing i wear it mm -hmm. it's this little micro scoreboard yeah, how's right. this going How, but i think that's kind of like my nature when i get into the studio um so it's it's funny you mentioned starting from nowhere we do start from nowhere but i think the the the, the real kind of instrument that i'm playing on this particular session is sort of like being the the in-band producer in the sense that like everybody can play so well, but there's really like of the of the of the whole unit of what everybody can play, there's only about 0.4% of it at any given time that can create something that I that I feel like personally is beyond a jam and something that quote unquote lasting. Not mm -hmm. that any of the stuff we played isn't lasting in one way or another, but it's that way when I write music you know, with lyrics and pop music and stuff. It's like, here's all these words, here's all these chords. Only a very, very, very refined, slight percentage of what it is you could play can create something vital, mm. you know? And so for me, those moments where you create something vital, they send me through the roof. It's like gambling with your with your ego. Mm -hmm. It's like gambling with your emotions because when you nail it, we nailed it yesterday. And then four hours later, it's like, where are we now? You know, uh, yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. You know yeah. what's interesting to me about that, what you're saying, is that this 4% yeah. you're talking about. I understand what you meant by that. But the thing that's interesting to me is that in order to recognize when, when that happens, yeah. somehow I feel that there has to be a pre-knowledge of it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you can't recognize That's right. the moment that it occurs. That's right. Otherwise, how would you know? You're right. Because it's all going by like a like a movie reel. You're right. And and then how are you going to isolate that four percent? Oh, that's that's it. right. Well, that's like having an eye for if you look at if you're so you already know. Yeah, it's like well, well, it's it comes in, from in a sense. You know because you've heard so many things that you can tell what's special and what's not. Mm -hmm. A good analogy is like a photo editor who pours over hundreds of contact sheets and has a grease pencil and can very quickly just go, that's a that's the shot. That here are the ones that are starred. Where you and I, as sort of amateur photographers would have to pour over it all day and go, this is good, and this is good, and this is good, and we would basically go through a grease pencil because everything was good, because, yeah. because, it, because our eyes aren't attuned to it. And so for me, that pre-knowledge is really the, the kind of unspoken question I was thinking about this this morning is, is this anything? David Letterman has this, this bit where he's like, is this anything? And somebody comes out and does something completely bizarre and esoteric 
And yeah. of course, it's a rhetorical question. Is this anything? Mm -hmm. Or is this something? Or it's something a good question. But it's really the question. Constantly, I have it's a, good question. a filter in my mind. So I'm half the player and half the listener going, is this anything? Yeah. And if it's anything, then we, then you then you have the scent on the trail. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm always looking for a receipt point. See, mm -hmm. when you say, is, the, is, is this anything, the first one to know about that or to answer the question is yourself, of course. Mm -hmm. you, you're, looking at, you're looking at life going by and you're doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You go, oh, that. Oh, not that. Or something. Or something strikes you or something doesn't strike you. But then there's, I, I can think immediately of two other places that I think, if, if I may uh, assume, that, mm -hmm. that you're probably evaluating. I know I do which is, number one, the other musicians mm -hmm. in the band that you're playing with. Is, well, is, is, they're a receipt point for it, too. Is, right. is, do you know what I mean? Is that, but then, finally, uh, since music is, to me, a little bit incomplete without an audience, right. there's that, too. So when you're evaluating, that's it. Is, is it it for you, for the band, for the audience? Right. What's for me, it's always been for the blueprint. So the blueprint... And the blueprint can change as you go, but for me, the blueprint is, it's also always kind of been a thing for me. How do you create something that falls perfectly in between about four or five different styles and sounds new, but sounds comfortable and new at the same time? Mm -hmm. So for me, I kind of hold up in my mind on in one part of my peripheral vision what the blueprint is. And you you have to keep checking back with the blueprint. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think so so much about the session I'm about to go into so that when I get in there, I'm not swept away. So I can sort of still keep a little bit of longitude yeah, yeah. in terms of what's what's going on. And also, you also still have to throw it out the window so that you can have something come through. Mm -hmm. Because if you come in with the blueprint too much, then you don't allow anything to happen, you know? Yeah. So it's it's really like knowing when to strike and when to just pull back and relax. And I'm getting better at that as I get older. When I was younger, I was incredibly uh, sort of nervous. And if somebody played one sound I didn't like, oh. I'd sort of get in and go, hey, not that, How, try that. All right. And then every time you make a recommendation or a correction like that, somebody, if you know, most people want to comply, they'll comply and then change their instinct a little bit. Mm -hmm. Right, so it's Change like their, what? their instinct. Oh, right, right. To try to suit you or kind of go, okay, he doesn't want that. Yeah, so now you don't have that instinct to work so with. So now, yeah, now that person has shuddered a little bit of what it, of their freedom. Yeah. Because they want to, they want to, they want to please. They want to, they want, yeah. you know, so for me, it's a very, uh, it, it's a very subtle sort of delineation between, yeah. do I step in right now and say, uh -huh. hey, let's, let's do that, or do we just let, things happen and the older I get the more I can trust the flow yeah um, but it is really I don't know why I continue to put myself in these in these stupidly uncomfortable situations because I don't sleep right <laughs> I don't I, I I don't eat right I don't even dream right when I sleep well you got you got know. a you got a blueprint that you want to realize I want yeah and, I don't need to be happy I just need yeah. to come out of this with a record yeah you know what I mean I'll be gotta, happy later you got a blueprint that you want to realize, and, and then it's hard to judge uh, other musicians of how you might say thick their skin is mm -hmm. in terms of receiving an opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, I know what you mean by that, because, because you, want, you want all that 
all that openness and creativity from from guys you want to want to quell it but but the whole thing needs some kind of a, a, that's of right. a direction that's right some kind of a thing to go to i th- i personally think you're doing a good job Thanks, man. on on that on that order i'm always sort of the captain in the sense that you know i, I I I I, I want to come out with a pro, with a product that feels like me, that has my sensibilities, you know. And I, but I also don't want to. And I I see this in co-writing too. Um, you know, I, I don't. You get a sense pretty quickly sometimes as whether or not something's worth it or not. Something's worth the chase. Mm-hmm. And there's sometimes it's like there's. You have to decide when are we going to hunt for four hours on something and when are we not? Mm-hmm. Because if you hunt down every idea, then you get lost. And 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 your bearings when you improvise are very sensitive. Mm-hmm. You have to, I've always found that jams for me, like I was saying before, you just wear, every note you play, you sort of real, you, you make this thing out in the air and it floats around you and if, and if you do, a, if, if you have a great experience, then you walk around on a high. If you have a unclean experience jamming, it goes on too long. It doesn't. You know, I never liked jamming when I was growing up. I would have mm-hmm. liked. I liked. I liked um, getting in and getting out, even if it was instrumental mm-hmm. and impro- improvised. I never. I always. I, it's hard to explain. It's like you get this um, emotional residue from not getting in and getting out on an idea. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, to- totally. There's just a wear on you finally. Like your chest well, starts to itch a little bit. Well, you found a good point the other day saying, well, okay, we, we've explored about 9,000 ideas. Right. Now now let's uh, let's go for that. Yeah. I, I thought that was yeah. the correct thing. It was. And it, 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 um, the like, great thing about you is like, it was still, even though we knew what the form was at that point, it was still wide open. Pretty much. It was still completely wide open. Which that was, we, we, we did this song yesterday that was just one of the greatest, if not the greatest, feeling experiences. Mm-hmm. You know? and, th- and that's what I'm saying. It's like, for me, it's very, it's a physical thing for me. Like, if you get into something... And everybody moves in as a unit, moves through as a unit, and comes out as a unit, and the statement is concise. It's like a clean feeling. Mm-hmm. It's like a clean, burning feeling in your body. Mm-hmm. You feel happy, you feel joyous, you feel economical, mm-hmm. you feel proud. Yeah. If it's, and, and sometimes you need to, you have to go into the forest. Yeah. And it can be really thankless. You can get really down on your playing. You can go, oh, none of this is making any sense. But you have to stay calm mm-hmm. and know that you can pull yourself out. If you find the right idea, move that right idea over to another reel of mm-hmm. tape. There you go. And then have your clean experience off of that. But it's very easy to go into the flat spin and yeah. think, this, none of this is working. I'm wasting all these people's time. This is all a waste. You know. Well, I think we're getting someplace. You know, I've always had a sky high goal that that I, that I keep for myself of, of talking about. Well, uh, who who am I trying to do this for? Me, the band, or the audience? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but but what's the, the answer? My well, uh, and then oh, there's one other element too. There's one other element. There's mm. me. There's the band. There's the audience. But you know what there is? There's the there's the support team. 
there are these guys. That's there's, right. There's the, there's the management. Right. There's the promoters. There's that's the right. guys who organize all of this for us. And that's the complete package. That's right. So to me, the real high walking away is you play a show and everybody right. is on that cloud. Yeah. Like all those points. Yourself. Yep. That's right. That's right. The band, that's the right. audience, the organizers. Right. Uh, and the audience is glowing, everybody, everybody's glowing. So then that's like, I can go back to the hotel yeah. and sleep yeah. on a night like but that. But it's funny you say the show, because the show, assuming it exists after the record, is sort of the final stage of getting everybody to believe that what you're doing is the right thing. So for me, there are moments in my career where I have to sort of alienate people's way of thinking just to be able to get to the next level. But what I found is that you may, even if you alienate somebody's comfort zone for a minute to get where you need to get to, if, if the music is great and it moves them, they're right back with you. So there are moments that I have to separate from the pack, but that's why there's that much pressure on me. So it all dovetails into what I was saying about going into the session as the sort of captain of this idea because my ego wants me to return with pelts I want to return with with the with with pelts yeah. from the trip, not not come back yeah. from a frosty winter with with a couple teeth and a and a and, a, and like an oh no, and a paw or yeah, something. Yeah. So I owe it to mm -hmm. the idea itself to really make sure that when I come out of this experience, I'm holding something real that I can then play for the for the crew, yeah. the manager, the because yeah. when it's right, doesn't matter what kind of music it is. If it's effective, it moves people. Right. You know, we did this 15-minute long improvisational jam the first night that we got here in the studio. Mm -hmm. and I was so ha I was so excited about it. I started playing it for people off the iPhone, like in a wine glass. Right. And they weren't giving me lip service. They were absolutely moved by it mm. because there was some. And that's the thing about Steve mm -hmm. and Pino too. There's all they can't. It's really interesting. It's like a lot of people use the word commercial, but that's not really the right word. They can't leave this sort of, and it is good as a good thing. They they can't leave this. They're just they like we all kind of like accessible things. Accessible doesn't mean easy. There's just you might call it groove music, or you mm -hmm. might call it, you know, off organic. Uh, everyone has sort of a different word for it, but like you listen back to these. These records and they're incredibly effective in the sense that you that people can just drop right into it and start going wow. Absolutely, man. But you tell people I want to go make a jazz record with Chick Corea and you know Wallace Roney and they go I don't I, I, I don't. The only way <laughs> to prove the concept within art is to make the art. Mm -hmm. Put yeah. it out and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, and and have it be that's it. Have it be communicated. You don't see painters think, start to having conversations with people going. I'm thinking about doing yeah. this painting. Let no, me describe no. it to you, and tell me if it is. Tell me if you want to buy it. No, it's inc know? it's incomplete until until it goes to some listeners, and then you yeah. s you see is that how yeah. how far you want to yeah. reach? Yeah. I mean, you've reached a, you've reached a good uh, uh, you've reached very far in terms mm -hmm. of in terms of people enjoying being able to enjoy your art, mm -hmm. which is which is something I admire very much because I come Thank from you. a completely different kind of background. Yeah, of where for the first uh, twenty years of my life I didn't care about that right. at all right. I had blinders on I was telling you about that that's last, right that, that last night that's right and Stevie Wonder was was the first guy that I saw communicating 
uh, to larger audiences with a very, very high quality communication mm -hmm. that, that inspired me uh, to to do that myself. Right. But then by then, I didn't know how to do it. Right. I better learn how to sing. You don't have to learn how to do another sing. thing. <laughs> You're just fine. <laughs> sing or play the guitar or whatever. But but yeah. I'm always inspired by yeah. that, you know. And, yeah. and, and uh, But you do have to come in, like you were saying, with a with someone has to put lay the direction down and 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 I I don't think it's always a a group thing. Mm -hmm. That's right. That that initial thing it can become a group thing but right. individual ideas don't come from a group they That's come right. from individuals. That's right. Even when you're jamming someone has mm -hmm. an idea mm -hmm. which others then take and yep. formulate and it's a yep. it's a give and take yep. process, you know. And also as you as the session goes on you learn more about what the session is. Mm -hmm. So we get certain tracks we listen back to and I go, oh man, that's what this record is. It helps focus you to that. So we sort of calibrate to what yesterday was. Mm -hmm. you know. But you can't do that if you're scared. You have to look at every minute you still have as a possible minute you could spend making something great. If you consider this a lost cause in any way in your mind, you'll sort of choke, lose your inspiration, and want to put the instrument mm -hmm. down and want to say, hey, I think I think we're good. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. for me, and I think it's a spirit that everybody who really drives their own career has. It's a fighting spirit that doesn't give up until they start packing up the instruments. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You only need eight minutes to do something life-changing. It could be the next eight minutes. It could be an hour and eight minutes from now. It could be tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. But you have to hold steady in between those moments and trust your, everyone's playing, trust your playing, trust the vibe, trust the moment. I'm not worried that we're not making music right now. Yeah, you, know? you have to keep going. Yeah. Okay, so I'm, I, I, I think that all that's great, man. I, 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 I want to I take this down to a nerd level for a second. Okay. I don't know. I'll, I'll come as deep as I can. Just, just for a second. Tell me what is your concept of, of this word that gets used a lot uh -huh. in art and in music, and we use the word, and, and, uh, and you know, when I do workshops, the musicians are always asking about uh -huh. this concept. Uh -huh. So I want to get your, your okay. opinion right now. What, what, what's, what's improvisation and what's not improvisation? Or is that too nerd? Well, I can answer the first one. Um, I, I think that improvisation for me is self-production, self-musical production. You are your own music producer. You're not an artist. You're half artist, half music producer. So you're constantly producing the track just on your instrument. And you're producing with a lot of other producers who are producing their track. Mm -hmm. And whatever that is, you know, whoever, whoever you are in that sense, it's like, you, it's really about listening. It's really about listening, and what and what improvisation isn't is uh, um, group practice. Yeah. Meaning, like, for instance, the, where I am now in my playing is I try to really not use a song to get a get to practice, like a, to get something right. Like, there's mm -hmm. this one thing yesterday I did. I did it for like a minute and a half. Yeah. To get it right. Mm -hmm. And that just wasn't the time to do that. That, yeah. that moment should have been over in six to eight seconds. And what I did was got selfish or misguided, if not selfish, into using everyone's playing that track or that take 
as a as an opportunity for me to get that guitar part right or to explore that guitar part. So mm -hmm. I got and I listened back to it. Why are doing that oh, synth right, thing? Right, right, yeah. And it's me going, oh, this is neat. Yeah, right. But leaving the song completely, mm -hmm. going, oh, this is neat. Right. Let me work this out till I mm -hmm. get it. And I listen back to it and I cringe uh. because it's me developing an idea. So what it, what improvisation isn't is developing a, an idea on someone else's time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You can develop an idea with somebody as a unit, but using that. So you go, da -ba -da -ba -da -da. oh, that was cool, but oh, I, I messed that up. Let me try it again Play and get it, again, it right. Yeah, everyone else is playing and you're practicing. And you're practicing for a second. <laughs> yeah. And I did that yesterday. I heard it back and I went, oh, I hate this. I hate it. I, I my... started practicing with you. <laughs> I, I started going, Hoo -hoo, Hoo -hoo. I'm yelling at, I'm yelling in my head at the speakers, stop. I, I hope this is the last time I do that. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't get it right, like go home and practice it. We'll practice it on the record with Chick Corea. So, but but for me, imp improvisation is, and you cannot go wrong with this word. You can't say, well, I don't do that. Is lyrical. Mm -hmm. Everything should be based on being lyrical. If it's not lyrical, it doesn't catch my ear. It doesn't catch other people's ear. It doesn't have to be. Um, it doesn't have to sound like a song lyric. But it has to. Some people use the word motif. But it doesn't even have to have a motif. It has to flow. has to flow like a certain... Mm -hmm. There's certain words that just sound good. That's certain right. lyrics that just sound good. Mm -hmm. Where you where you wouldn't put certain phonetic sounds in a lyric because they don't flow off the lips right. Right, right. Imagine if you were an instrumentalist, what that might sound like if you were a singer. All of your consonants and vowels would be these really disjointed, hard-to-get-to, unsatisfying things mm -hmm. to sing. And then you listen to like Frank Sinatra, go look at yourself if you had a sense of humor. And you go, ooh, look at yourself if you had a sense. There's a natural flow to that. Mm -hmm. And you have to think about that on the instrument too. It doesn't have to be re repetitive or, or, or motif based, but a certain natural lyric that, that has nothing to do with the shape of the scale as it exists geometrically on your instrument. Right, right. You, can, you know, that's what people say when they, when they, when they mean breaking out of scales. You know. There's no glitches. It's just, it's all in present time. It's all now. Yeah. It's all without thinking. It yeah. all just flows along. But I, 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 I get it. I, I still have those moments, you know, and, and but, but then there are now moments, I'm 36, mm. I've been playing for 21, to, uh, 22 years, mm. you know, yeah. um, 20, 23 years, 23 years. Uh, <laughs> I'm just now getting to where I can just breathe through a track and really contribute and never have the guitar puncture the top of the sort of skin of everyone's playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still do it, and I, and I, and I learn from it. One, one of those moments where the guitar mm -hmm. kind of like photobombs mm -hmm. the track, you know? Go ahead and puncture. You know what I'm puncture, saying? Puncture away, man. It's yeah, okay. <laughs> I try. I, I really like being the glue here. It's okay. Yeah, Photobombing the track. All of a sudden, you're like, it's like breaking in as a six-year-old kid in a home movie out in front of the family. Uh -huh. And I still do it, and I go, ooh, right. Uh, yeah, that's cool with me, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, thank you, man. I think uh, uh, it's, it's a, an incredibly uh, individual... Uh, I've never heard a viewpoint like that, but before. Oh, thanks, man. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just interesting. I think yeah. it, it's interesting to people and to me to mm -hmm. see 
one thing that every one of us really thinks differently mm -hmm. about what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And I think if that thing is acknowledged, you got right. your blueprint. That's right. I got a blueprint. We got different ways to do it. That's right. And uh, that's a good starting point anyway. That's right. It's a, just a starting point. Yeah. It's, it's a truth and it's a starting point. We're, we, we have our own ways of, of operating and you, you know when, when it's like that. Yeah, and I know when it's, and I know also when there's certain rope I can't jump. Mm -hmm. it, it, if I and I don't get down on myself about it anymore. There's yeah. certain rope I can't jump. It's not meant for me to be on that track, and that that came from like people sending me songs to play on. You know, there are huge artists sent me songs to play on, and I don't play on them because I don't I don't hear where I could play on it. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. guitar is a very tricky instrument for jazz. It's a really tricky instrument where. Uh, you know, like, the first kind of jazz session I ever did was with Herbie Hancock, and Steve was on that session. And I think I even said it on this documentary they were shooting. I was like, I started freaking out when Herbie said, come on and play, the, you know, on a session with me. Because I was like, I don't know these, I don't know how to do these licks. And, and I realized, mm -hmm. well, he probably knows I don't know how to do those licks. Because he he's never heard me do those licks. So what he wants me to do is my thing. Exactly. That's... You gotta do your exactly. thing. Exactly. Then it becomes really interesting. So yeah. I, 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 I try to manage the feeling of being outclassed or outmoded by sort of the other people around me. And that, that goes for anybody listening. You know, you develop your thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, I was just watching some John McLaughlin stuff this morning. He's playing a 12 string. Mm hmm. And he's almost playing like Led Zeppelin kind of <laughs> stuff, you know. Yeah. And it's like he's a jazz guy, mm -hmm. you know. And then and then you realize there's a whole world of people learning jazz guitar as popularized by four to six people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's an interesting view. Who who are they? Well, they are. <laughs> uh, well, they're Wes Montgomery, Joe Pass, Grant Green. Right, right, right. I see what you mean. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, all you can. Uh, you got to put you know, John in there. George Benson. Well, oh, oh yeah, John McLaughlin. Yeah. Um, Benson. George Benson. These sort of uh, uh, who are Tal Farlow. Mm -hmm. You know, like a Tal Farlow is sort of, you know, it, mm -hmm. you can make a jazz box sound like a lot of different things. Yeah. You know, but the same thing happens with blues guitar. You know, people most most people pick up a Stratocaster. They play Jimi Hendrix, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Eric Clapton. You know, yeah. something like that, and and that, that those are just four to six people on that instrument, and so what I'm trying to do is see the guitar as a thing that will do whatever you want it to do. Mm. So what do you want it to do? Yeah, sort of like always order off the menu when you pick up your instrument. Wow, that's nice. Well, you know, we like you're saying, like that pasta. Like ask the chef every time you pick up yeah. your instrument, ask the chef to make something different that's yeah. not on the menu because the and you know every instrument, every instrument has a geometrical rut in it. And for the guitar, it's the pentatonic scale. The pentatonic hmm. scale hmm. is the most satisfying, easy to learn, oh, right. lifetime to master sort of scales. And it's the easiest to learn because it's pretty much a box. Mm -hmm. It's almost symmetrical top to bottom. Anybody can do it. Anybody can pick it up. But then when you, you begin... You mean finger-wise? Yeah. Oh, I see. So, the way, so um, the way guitar players see it, it's just this moving box. Mm -hmm. Literally. It's a moving box that goes... The, the, the reason there's so many guitar players is because 
the shapes can stay the same up and down the neck. I mean, a piano becomes recontextualized every key, you know. So for guitar players, there's this geometry that we get sold on where we actually play shapes first. Mm -hmm. So it's a muscle adventure. It's an adventure in geometry. Oh, yeah, it can be the same thing on the piano. Really? It can yeah. be the same thing on the piano. But uh, imagine it like a chef ready to make you whatever you want, but what are you hungry for? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Show me a minute. What are you hungry for? Well, you've developed yeah. uh, you've developed enough uh, sh uh, certainty of technique on the instrument. You can pretty much do what it, what you want. Looks like to me. Well, thank you. There's just there's certain. I don't even know how to classify what it what the thing I can't do is. But there's a there's a certain complexity in, in harmonic movement that it's like a river rushing, and I can't, and the rapids are too much for me. Just in that sense, you know, but. You know, I also think everyone's got strengths and weaknesses, and you know, yeah, learning. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I Albert I, King growing up, <laughs> and Albert King played four licks. And yeah, love him. I grew, know? I grew up in that stream of of, of harmony and bebop, and and mm. and moving through changes and mm. all of that kind of stuff. And I'm I'm trying to learn how to make melodies over a vamp. Right. That's my right. favorite thing to do, actually, right. especially since discovering Latin music and flamen mm -hmm. flamenco music. That was my inroad into mm -hmm. vamps. And, and isn't that just like a musician to want to be every other musician yeah, at the same time? No, you're yeah. you're a color of paint. Yeah, you, you, that, that you can have different shades of, but you can't. If you're red, you can't be green. It's you know you get you just got to hang out with someone who's green. Yeah, you know? Exactly so. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And um, well, I think we're yeah. trading some some nice things in this uh, in this. Get it's together. really great. And who yeah. knows what's next? Yeah. But I'll tell you, improvisation. Also, I'll leave you with this thing is about wiping your brain clean thank, every thank time. Thank you, thank you. I want everybody to remember what he just said. If you, really? Yeah, you yeah, that, yeah. That, that's, a, that's, that's one you can, you, that for me, yeah. you can write in stone. Yeah. Say that, what, you what? have to be able to wipe yeah. your brain clean mm -hmm. after an improvisation, put yeah. all the ideas back in the unused category. Yeah, you have to you be know? right here, right now, yeah. no past. Wipe it clean. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe we'll plug in and, and I still run into this rut right here, and I'll go, we kind of had something like this. <laughs> you know, well, no, we don't. Now you're in the past. No, we don't. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Go for it again. Yeah, that's Trick right. Trick bag. You know, it's like, it, there, I can tell you this, is, the allegory is so much like blackjack. Mm. New shoe. Yeah. Same cards, new shoe. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, hey, we got chips on the table. We got three more days to play. Yeah. I could be a millionaire at these blackjack chips if I, you know. If as long as I just go easy and take my time and pay attention and whenever the cards go back in and they reshuffle them, hmm. I haven't seen a single card again. Play with that same kind of hope. Hit me. You Let's know? go play, man. Hit me, chick. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. Thanks, this is a handshake. This is the audio handshake. <laughs> audio handshake. Thank you, man. Thank right. you, man. Oops. Okay. That was it. <laughs>